We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat. Are you recording? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't say that. All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. This is episode 49 of the Drop Anchor Podcast. The Great Escape. Hey everybody, this is Josh. And this is Kendra. So today's episode is another week late. Mm-hmm. We had an interruption last week that kind of threw things off. Well, and we're back in the boathouse for the first time in i think three weeks yeah so our whole schedule has been all out of whack we've been pirates (laughs) it it kind of feels like i think that we had enough uh we had enough gear and food and coffee to make sure that we didn't have to coffee to to make another trip back (laughs) oh wow okay can you hear that I, well, head. I can I can hear it with my regular ears. I don't know if I can hear Your it in regular the regular ears. <laughs> I don't know if I can hear it in the headphones or not. It's really really windy right now, um, and so if you can't so hear this on the audio, back. if you can't hear this on the audio, uh, then it's not as entertaining for you guys. Uh, but for me and Kendra, um, our boat is swinging wildly. Well, I also backed us out a little bit to hose down the boat, mm-hmm. and I haven't put us back, so we're not tied down very good. <laughs> we're just gonna drift out of our so boathouse. We might just drift out of here. <laughs> Ah, perfect. We should go to bed, wake up, and see where we just are. <laughs> that's pirates. That's, uh, that's something, anyway. I think it's just bad boating. Probably. Um, so, one thing real quick. I wanted to make a note, just because, uh, you know, with everything that's going on in the world right now, it's probably important to know that we here at the Drop Anchor podcast, uh, Kendra and I, are pretty intentional about avoiding whatever the current event topic is we don't spend a lot of time talking about uh, coronavirus about the, we don't <laughs> we, we spend more time talking about poop than about the coronavirus oh for sure is um, there coronavirus in poop uh, you know what actually yes oh, so actually you know, yes. there you go um but with the uh with the protests that have been going on all across the united states and actually across the planet it's something that uh is obviously very heavy it's very important but we were not really planning on talking about it very much on our show. It's just not really our style. No, I mean, but it's kind of hard not to a little bit because... Well, because of how it affected us personally. Cor- correct. Yeah. It's how we became pirates this week. <laughs> right. So um, it did but, affect us. Right. Um, but in case anyone was wondering... The reason why we avoid those topics generally, like why we don't have a segment where we're going to you know, lay out our political views or say, our, not our social issues, right, right, is because um, I think that the people that listen to our show don't really want to know our points of view on those kinds of things. Um, I think that we have a show that is about just, boats. just, I mean, A, it's about boats. I don't know how many of our listeners are boaters. Oh. I think a lot of our listeners are people who are interested in the idea of people living on a rocks. boat. N- no, we don't. In we, poop? <laughs> right. I'm trying to think of topics we've talked about. In my peeling feet. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's um, our listeners. Right. Um, but I almost feel like our show is a pleasant 
family-friendly diversion from all the ugliness that's in the world right now. Mm. And uh, But sometimes it can't be really avoided. No, right. So real quick, we're a, we're a week late. And the reason why is because last week is when the protests started, at least right. here in our area. Well, so last we podcasted, we were at the island for yeah. Memorial Weekend. Mm-hmm. And... We came home a little bit later. We came home on like Wednesday or something. And we decided to go the long way home. (laughs) Yeah. We wanted to take a scenic route. I didn't want to come back to the boathouse. I wasn't ready. Yeah, uh, you are actually giving me some grief about it. I was because having like, you're like, like I don't want to go back in the cave. Attack. I don't want to go back in the garage. <laughs> it's living in the garage, which is totally awesome in the winter to avoid, you know, the elements. Mm-hmm. But in the summer, when it's a, just a gorgeous day, I don't want to come back. So sure. I was kind of, you know, wanting to prolong it. So we went home a long way, which ended up, what are we, an hour and a half away? Yeah, normally we're about an hour and a half between <laughs> the island and our home marina. The long way took almost four hours. So, yeah, by the time we started pulling in, it was getting dark. <laughs> We didn't come home till a Wednesday, which means we missed the poop boat on Tuesday. We did miss the poop so boat. So we ha- had a full tank. The light was on. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And so I was actually a little nervous because I know there's a couple of options for pumping out uh, near our marina, like if you wanted to do it yourself. But the nice one, and we've only at that time had only done... We'd only done the nice one. Oh, we're calling it the nice one. Oh, the poor other place. (laughs) Well, it's, I know, I called and they closed at five. And so I was a little concerned, but um, it turns out that. I said, I think you can poop your, your pump your poop. You can poop your pump. (laughs) (laughs) That's a tongue twister when you've been drinking. Okay. (laughs) You can pump your poop. Without someone there, so you called again. Right. So it's a so the actual location is a fuel dock. Right. And it's the fuel dock that closes at five, but the pump out station is apparently open twenty four hours. You could so. do that at midnight. Right. And so uh, after confirming that that was the case, we decided that we were going to do that before we came into the boathouse. Otherwise, it would be a full week of having a full tank. Right. Well, it was full. We couldn't even go to the next day. Right. So <laughs> we didn't have an option. Right. So we got there. It was gorgeous. The sun was setting. It was already getting dark. Amazing scenery for pumping. It was though. I was taking so many pictures. (laughs) (laughs) So anyhow, we did it ourselves. We had done it before with the assistance of the guy that runs the fuel uh, the fuel dock, and so he had shown me the ropes. We what's this? We talk. Well, just me. I think that if touch the poop. If he hadn't shown me how it worked, I I don't know. If I could have done it without making a big mess, because mm. it is not a, it, it's not an intuitive thing, vacuuming. I like that he showed <laughs> you that you could add water back in and kind of like do a flush of the system, which was kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. That we don't get when we pay for the poop boat, so you know, yep, clean the old pooper out. <laughs> that was good. So anyhow, it had gotten so dark and it's funny. I had mentioned and I might have even mentioned it on the show. I think you have. I was looking forward to being able to pilot the boat in the dark, like dark, dark. And I Which thought we did. That'd be so cool. Turns out um, it 
it's a little scary. Yeah. So number one, um, our boat. <laughs> well, our does... boathouse is dark. Or there's no lights on the outside. I guess. No, I'm not even there yet. Hang on. Oh. <laughs> um, we have a like a searchlight, like a spotlight on our boat that we've never used. It's oh. covered. It's actually covered in a canvas and to kind of protect it. Um, but we do have one, oh. and I thought about doing that. But I thought, no, nah, it's not too dark yet. But uh, it was, and I didn't. And so as we were as we we're heading away from the fuel dock and pump out station, they have these little markers in the water that, that tell you no wake, five miles, you know, no, you know, five miles, uh, five mile an hour limit. And I almost hit several of them on the way out because it was so dark and you couldn't see them until you were right up against them. So, I was there. You almost hit them? Yes. Oh. So that's part one um, as far as going in the dark. Part two is uh, I didn't know where the switch was to turn on the lights inside the boat where the instrument panel was. So I couldn't oh, tell how right. fast we, we were, were going. We were looking for lights everywhere. Right. So <laughs> that took me a little while to figure didn't out. didn't practice. Right. Right. Having never piloted in the dark before. So it was so dark, we decided to just go to the guest dock because that's lit up yeah and yeah trying to figure out lights and getting into a boathouse dark wasn't worth it so nope. we went to the guest dock yes and we like being at the guest dock because uh we're outside because because we're still outside we're not in the garage <laughs> um so yeah so that happened and right around that time <clears throat> um i had co- talked to one of our neighbors and i didn't tell you this i talked to one of our neighbors uh, who has a boat out on the end slip near our boathouse. And so he's, he's outside. Parked, he's out. He's parked outside <laughs> in one of the most beautiful locations. I mean, it's a view of the entire south uh, part of the Puget Sound. And uh, he, I had found out, was actually keeping his boat in a boathouse for all of June in order to do some bright work, you know, do some polishing up of the wood and all that. And so he and I chatted and he said, yeah, you can park your boat out in my slip if you want to. And I thought, but you didn't tell me. Right. I'm going to surprise Kendra with this. Instead, we wake up in the morning and you're like, let's go. We're going now. We're going now. And I'm like, let me enjoy, you know, one last breakfast out in the outside. And you're like, no, we're going to go now. We got to go now. (laughs) And so you have me untying things. I hit my head. I was so grumpy. (laughs) And then all of a sudden we're rounding the corner and you start going towards that end slip. Uh-huh. And it's like, surprise. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was very happy. Yep. Until the protest on Sunday night. Yeah. So this is where, and again, we're not going to talk about it a lot, but just because of how it impacted us. We live in Olympia. And I think that if you downtown, live. Like, I mean, we're like. Oh, right, right. In the heart of we downtown. We can see the capital. Right. So, um, and uh, our marina shares a parking lot with one of the main strips where people would protest if they were going to protest, and mm-hmm. it is where they did protest. And so, um, a we thought, okay, we we probably want to figure out what we want to do because our marina is a little exposed to all that. And B, uh, the gentleman who has the slip that we were in, who owns it. Uh, gave us a call and said that uh, he had another boat buddy that uh, was very concerned about where their boat was moored and wanted to know if we could return back to our boathouse and uh, if his buddy could park in that spot. Yeah. 
So we could have easily come back to the boathouse, but we have to walk a dog three times a day. Right. And he does do a nighttime walk. And it is outside of the marina. And we have to go outside of the marina. Marina gate, yeah. So it made me nervous. Yeah. With the protesters. And not the protesters, I guess. The the riots and all the other things. And we just watched um, a ton of stuff on Seattle where, I mean, we watched a lady walk away with a cheesecake. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that was in Seattle. That was just a video that... Are you sure? That was Cheesecake Factory. Was it Seattle's Cheesecake Factory? Oh, I don't know. Anyhow, it's kind of weird to say you were concerned about a lady walking off with a cheesecake. But anyhow, (laughs) (laughs) the point is... I meant, why didn't she share? No. No, the Um, point is there was some looting, some rioting. There was a lot of looting that happened in Seattle. Right. Then not knowing if it would trickle its way down here with the protests that would be coming here because, you know, politics do play a part. The governor is here. So I just said, why don't we go to the island? We'll go back. Yep. So we did a very fast, <laughs> yeah, big grocery run, stocked up and took off. Yeah, straight from uh, the outside oh, slip. But before we took off, <laughs> oh yeah. It, so another week went I by. I swear, all we talk about is poop. <laughs> another week went by, and so we figured, well, gosh, if we're gonna go out, we should probably we got to pump again. <laughs> we got to pump our tank again. But this time, we tried the other place. Yeah. So there is another pump out station that's actually closer to our marina. That is no offense, n- people. We're never going back. Yeah, it is. Whoever you are, I'm really sorry. <laughs> so it is. Uh, it's not manned ever. Um, and but someone's got to like own it or something, right? I think. I don't know the city. I don't know how it works. The point is, we got there. the The dock height is really low, so oh, you got to fall out of your boat in well, order to get onto the dock. Not only that, all my bumpers were too high. Oh right, right. Because the standard height of a dock is not that low. And so I am trying to figure out how I can even get off of the <laughs> boat because I'm going to jump to my death. <laughs> Luckily, I don't always put on a life jacket, but I decided to this time since it was an unknown event. Mm-hmm. I didn't fall in, but um, I had to jump down and try hold the boat back and try to figure out how we're going to lower the bumper. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah, and then the the, uh, the machinery itself was kind of janky, and I it, weird. it was messier than I would have liked it to have been. Let's I ended up having to hose things down to clean it up. There was some poop. <laughs> we don't normally see it, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It was so. We'll not go back. there. Well, we're not going back there again. So when we, it's all free, both of you know, it's free to pump. We're gonna go to the nicer one. Yeah. yeah. So. So we made our way back to the island. <laughs> just to hang out yeah and so that's our i guess that's kind of our escape from, from our everything plan for that week was to go to paul's bow right for my birthday so i work uh in an environment where you know if i give enough lead time i can take planned days off it's kind of a normal corporate job um, but if I don't do it early enough, then I can't. And sometimes my boss assigns things to me that I can't just say, oh, wait, no, no. I'd like to take wait the day off instead. Wait a minute. Do you want to bring this up? Sure. You want to talk about how exactly a month before my birthday, <laughs> I said, just a heads up. My birthday's in a month. You better take the day off. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I forgot. You didn't take any days off. <laughs> right. So as of so right now, so you had now, work you could not get out of. 
Correct. So uh, to make sure I didn't make this mistake again, I have now already Wait taken a minute. our anniversary. You didn't think of that. No. I looked at you <laughs> and said, boy, you better go and take off your our anniversary or you're in so much trouble. Yes. And so I have done that now. And that's uh, out in August. So anyhow, <laughs> um, I didn't get the day off needed for Kendra's birthday. And so, so we I had to be near Wi-Fi. I had to be near an internet connection so that I could be on a on a Skype call. Since we knew there's Wi-Fi at the island, that is why we went there instead of Paulsbo. Yep. No Paulsbo. Nope. But instead, we spent the longest amount of time out at the island uh, that we have so far. Yeah. Uh, six, da- six days? I think, yeah, six? I think six, almost a week. Yeah. 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 So, had fun weather. We got rained on, which we don't normally because we live in a boathouse. We had lightning and thunder, actually, before we went to the island, Yeah, right? that was when we were in... In um, the slip here. Yeah, the, slip. the outside slip. The outside slip. It was... I woke up... That was a Saturday morning. And shook you awake. <laughs> I was like, thunder! I mean, that is the most exciting thing. We don't get it a lot around here. No. And it was the loudest thunder I've heard in years. So, super exciting. The dog and was lightning. not as excited? No, he was crying. He hates thunder. Yeah, I was trying to video and he kept crying and barking. So, around that time, and, and we'll get to our island chat in a little bit, but around that time, um, something terrible happened um, at our local grocery store. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. You don't think you're being dramatic? I think that anyone who <laughs> drinks as much coffee as I do would probably agree that this was an absolute tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes uh, we, instead of going to like Starbucks or whatever, we try fancy different store coffee. And We've been doing this one for a few times now. Yeah. Dancing um, Goats. Dancing Goats coffee. Uh, I think it's like Batdorf and Bronson or something. Um, is the actual parent company. I think it comes out of Alabama. I think so. Yeah. Um, long story short, I accidentally grabbed a bag of decaf instead of regular, and I didn't know uh, until... Actually, we were together, and I can like say for sure that the decaf wording was not bright or bold or big or noticeable at all so we were only looking at the flavors (laughs) right i feel like if you're gonna have your decaf coffee out there and it and it's anywhere near the regular coffee it needs to have a very very noticeable warning label unless it's just us and we forget that decaf exists i don't know i like it needs a caution label it needs like bright neon lettering that says this is bad for your health if you've been drinking regular for (laughs) <laughs> for a well, long time. the three of us that drink coffee, you, me, and Charlie, all ended up with headaches mm-hmm. and not feeling very good <laughs> mm-hmm. and not sure why we didn't feel very good <laughs> and not like feeling motivated to do anything. <laughs> no, and I think I'm the one that figured it out first just because I've had, I've had, I've had this exact experience. Well, you drink like, more caffeine than Charlie and I do. Charlie yeah. has one cup. I usually do one. I occasionally do two. You're like a two, three guy. Yeah. So you felt it more than we did. Yes. Yeah, I wanted to die. (laughs) Yeah, we were, the girls and I that week, the construction company I used to work for, they needed a couple houses cleaned. So I decided that would be something good for the girls to do. 
make some money, get them out of the house, do some work. And I just kept thinking, I don't feel motivated. Mm. <laughs> that was my only thing. It was like, ugh. Like, <laughs> I love cleaning. Anyone that knows me, it's my thing. I love cleaning. I we've said te- we've said it before. I know on a podcast. I'm Monica from Friends. Like right. I love cleaning, and I just kept thinking like I'm not really into it. Like I don't really want to. My head hurts. I don't feel great. I'm tired. But I didn't feel as bad as you. I text you and you're like, I'm nauseous. I'm sick. My head hurts. I'm <laughs> laying down. I can't open my eyes. <laughs> yeah, that was me. So oh man, yeah. So and it took like two days before like oh wait I think it's the. Ca- coffee uh-huh yeah and i ended up walking back to the grocery store and taking a closer look at exactly how things are labeled and i was just like yeah see see it's right there but like we didn't notice we didn't notice i was mad so we, we got regular coffee <laughs> right and felt better much better <laughs> yeah sometimes i think maybe i should cut back a little bit just so i don't have that dependency but then i don't want to i like it <laughs> <laughs> terrible oh man i can't drink as much with all the weird other things that i have my heart races so i can't drink as much as you Hmm. not the caffeinated anyway right so that is what happened so back to the island (laughs) we didn't do much at the island we i mean you worked and the girls had school work and i did laundry and cleaned i mean we just we didn't do anything like fun we just lived there you know and that's but that's part of that's it. That's part of this whole thing, right? It's it, We didn't have to have a grand adventure every single day. We just were living elsewhere. And it's awesome that our home moves, you know? The protests came and we're like, well, let's go. Yeah. And there's nobody out there, so... Yeah, we're... In fact, I think we're like a 20-minute drive from the nearest real town. Right. And so it would be the worst place for anyone to protest because no one would see them. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's protesting and it's just quiet i thought i feel bad i i agree with the protesting or that you can and it should be done so i feel bad that we're using that term i guess i mean the rioting and the looting that comes with it yeah the people that take advantage of the situation right is that what i mean i suppose my i think the way i described it was i i totally think that we should have a right to protest but often uh especially at night protests end up sort of deteriorating into chaos. And that's been the thing. That's That was, seems to be what happens yeah. every time. So, um, yeah. So, uneventful week out at the island, just relaxing, just working like did normal. Did we get home today? We did, huh? We woke yeah. up early. Today has been a really long day. <laughs> Holy smokes. Did we, we, before we, woke... we get there, though, did we do anything interesting at the island? I mean, no, was it just... I just said literally we no. did nothing. <laughs> No, I'm trying to think. Oh, no. The the one thing that's uh, that's at least a little bit interesting is I had assumed, and I think you did too, that many people from our marina were going to bring their boats over just in well, case. Well, that is because people several were talking about it, right? things were online and that it wasn't just going to be downtown, that specifically they were meeting at Percival Landing, right. which is the docks right next to us, and... I don't know how much information we want to give out about the Yacht Club, but our guest dock at very high tide, you might be able to jump the dock. Yeah, and just get onto the property, right? And get onto our pro- the property here. So several people were concerned, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of talk about we're going to mess things up. And so 
I mean, yacht clubbers, we were all worried. I mean, yeah. well, not all, but there was uh, several of us that were worried. So, but only three of us actually went to yeah. the island. It was us, another family, um, and then another couple that went out there. And so yeah. it was, I mean, in addition to us not doing anything, there wasn't a lot of conversations with anyone else. Well, it's still social distancing. Well, no, Is I that know what you're that. talking about? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's just, um, I don't know. I had assumed that it would have just been more active but there was hardly anyone there yeah maybe not as many people were worried about it and stuff like this has happened in the past and nothing's happened i don't know i don't know either so it's our first protesting downtown experience yeah so So anyway (laughs) we got back today Mm -hmm. and well (laughs) so we did something we've never done we closed the curtain before we left oh. <laughs> to the boathouse. I'm not sure why we did that. I can't remember, but we decided to. I think maybe because of the protesting. Yeah, because we figured like, if we didn't people... want anyone to see an empty boathouse. Correct, correct. Um, and then who knows do what. So we closed the curtain. Well, on the way back, you know, trying to figure out well, what do we do. We can't get the boat in there. Somebody's got to be on land <laughs> right and so one option was we were going to pull into the guest dock and then like i don't know just kind of get situated go down and open the curtain together and then take the boat out again and go back into the which boat i house. really didn't want to do i don't want to get off the boat tie it all up and then go right back out and the tide was going out and the wind was picking up that is true so i knew we were on a time crunch so my idea <laughs> which josh didn't really like my idea no i didn't like it at all but it worked. was Let's just get over by the boathouse, throw a, a paddleboard down. I will get on the paddleboard really quickly, swim underneath the curtain. Not swim. Paddle. <laughs> <laughs> paddle under the curtain. Uh-huh. And I'll open it and we'll do it that way. It'll be faster. So you threw the paddleboard down. I did that. Open the curtain. The girls were very helpful. We got in no problem at all. And it was awesome. And it was just fine. It, Why didn't you like my idea? Which um, part of it? Well, do you remember that one time when the line from the dinghy got sucked into the propeller of, yeah. of the Tollycraft? Did you think I was going to get sucked in? Not you. I told you to cut the engine. <laughs> I, well, I... <laughs> I was like, cut, cut everything and just let me off. You didn't, did you? Well, I put it in neutral. The propellers don't move when it's in neutral. Did you know the boat was coming backwards towards me? That's why I was paddling so fast. <laughs> well, the current was pushing us. I know. <laughs> so the boat was coming at me. That's why I was paddling so fast. You guys it's... were all laughing at me. She's paddling so fast, but the boat was coming at me. I think it's a maneuver that shouldn't be done. I think that that's not a great thing to have Why? Done. Well, for everything we just described. <laughs> you made it sound like I was going to get sucked under the boat. What did you think was going to get sucked under the boat? Well, on your paddleboard, you have a line that's connected to your ankle. Oh, yeah. I made sure it was up on the paddleboard with me. Okay. So that it wouldn't get sucked so in. in case that's you, probably fine then. In case you weren't listening to me. <laughs> because, yes, I would have been, you know, sucked under. Yeah. But I was afraid because I was like, I don't hear him cutting it. So I grabbed the line out of the water. Good. <laughs> Yes, I do know that you have sucked up things. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the upgrades that I eventually want to do to the boathouse is a remote control for our curtain. 
Yeah, that would be handy. Like a garage door. We'll make it more like a garage than it is. (laughs) Awesome. (sighs) So you know what happened? So you know what we did today? Well, yeah, I was here. What did we do today? Well, a lot of things. What do you want to talk about? A lot of things. (laughs) So we have children with different colored hair now. That's that's exciting. That happened. Turned the boat blue, but you know, <laughs> whatever kids want to do. Between paint uh, uh, cups with uh, paint that spill on the boat and then mm. uh, hair dye that spills in the boat. It's very hard to, like, I'm so torn because to me, you keep things nice, you can sell them again. <laughs> That's my thing is keeping the value. But I've learned as I get older, the more I do that to a kid's, like, they just don't have fun Mm -hmm. in a museum or however you want to make it feel. Yeah, no one wants to live in a museum where they can't touch anything. I know. It's just very hard for me. But today started out with, my hair was bugging me. (laughs) (laughs) And I decided I need a haircut. And I do know that some of the salons are opening. Mm -hmm. You wear a mask and follow all the rules but i hate paying for a haircut because i know that i can do it but i can't do myself but i can do you guys mm-hmm. and i hate that i have to be the one to go in to get a haircut and pay for it when i just i know i don't want to downplay it like it's not hard but it's not hard for me so then i don't feel like it's hard. <laughs> right hard it's kind of like paying for a sandwich when you know you could make just as good of a sandwich at home right kind of yeah that's what it's like for me well, I don't know if it's exactly like that, but I kind of just threw out the question to you and the girls and was like, who would feel comfortable cutting my hair? And I've cut your hair before. You've trimmed it. Yeah. yeah. And and even Hayden, like when I've kind of guided you guys, like and I just want a tiny trim off the bottom and it's just cutting across the bottom. I'm not going in for that. So no. I've had you guys, but I actually wanted several inches cut off and like a short hairdo. And so Charlie, our 13-year-old, said (laughs) she would do it. And I said, okay, good. I'd rather do something else anyway. (laughs) I don't know if I would have had you do it. (laughs) You know, it's probably a good good thing that you didn't have me do. I think that she did a much better job than I would have. Yeah. Your hair is really cute. Well, thank you. She Mm -hmm. did a very good job. She took three inches off. I got a bob. Um, It took only, you know, two and a half hours. Yeah, that's the weirdest thing. So I, I, I'm on the boat and, you know, I'm, of course we're on the boat, but Charlie gets all set up and she's starting to cut, you know, Kendra's hair. And I think, okay, well, I'll go do something else. And I ended up, you know, my, I, I had another headache today. I don't know if I'm not having enough caffeine or what, but I ended up going to our room and taking a nap. And there's a lot of noise from there's the wind. so much. I don't even know what that was. Um, I ended up going down and taking a nap and I have no idea how long I was out. But if your if your haircut took that long, then I must have had like a real nap. But she was being just very careful, very cautious, taking her time. Plus, it felt really good. So I was like, her little fingers. Yeah. It was like, I was relaxed. I, I woke up and I came up. I was like, and, just keep cutting. And she was still cutting her hair. <laughs> I said, it just keep w- cutting. So She's weird. Like, How short do you want to go? I'm like, I don't know. It feels so good. <laughs> I could just buy a wig. 
<laughs> what you do is when you want three inches cut off, you have Charlie do it, but you have her do it like one centimeter at a time. Like you go through all and then do it well, again and then do it again. she's so excited that she did it, that she can do it. She keeps asking if she can cut your hair. You uh, have a lot of hair to give her like, hey, go an inch. What? What's an inch? I promise you it feels really good. Yeah, I promise like you little that I don't think you're supposed to get creative with the way my long hair is. Like, We're I don't get creative. need it styled. No, just cut an inch off. Well, that's not. I don't think I enjoy haircuts the way you do. Oh, I do. <laughs> I was almost half asleep until she was like, "I think your head was tilted, now it's crooked." <laughs> but you know, two and a half hours later. But because I did that. Mm-hmm. Of course, the topic of hair comes up in their house of what other people want to do. Mm-hmm. So I dyed Morgan's hair blue. Mm-hmm. I had a little bleach left over because I had to bleach it first because none of our kids have blonde hair. Right, right. And then t- dye it blue. And I had some bleach left. So I bleached Charlie's tips, like the ends. And then I ran out of time, but Hayden wants purple, which will happen tomorrow. Yeah, and we're not talking about the uh, like the Kool Aid version of of hair dye this time. This is like the no, actual permanent stuff. So we have very brightly colored heads in our house. And for the longest time, I fought letting the kids be too creative with their hair, but it's just hair, which is why I let Charlie cut my hair. Like it's just hair. I kept telling him, like, so you mess up, whatever, go a little shorter, or I have to go in, but why not try? I think that, is that that's, weird? no, 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 but I think that you and I have watched enough silly YouTube videos where people let their loved ones cut their hair and it really does come out so terribly that they basically need to shave in order to fix it. Well, I thought that might be a possibility. And you'd be fine shaving it? Um, in the moment I was. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sure I would have cried at some time, like if it really happened. Well, then you're very fortunate that it turned out just fine. It did. And I did help. Like, you know, we had a mirror and I would look at it and say, okay, you know, cut it this way. I mean, it helps that I've been cutting their hair and your hair for, you know, 17 years. Right. That, um, and by the way, I learned just by watching people who've cut my hair. I really pay attention when they're cutting my hair to the techniques. Mm -hmm. And then that's just what I've done to you and the girls. Because I just watch people. So, I don't know. I told Charlie she should tell one of her teachers, like, she learned a trade. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know if I don't know if doing one haircut is learning thir- a trade. But, but how many 13-year-olds are going to say, yeah, I cut my mom's hair this weekend? That's true. That's actually a pretty cool story. She also, like, wants to learn how to do tattoos. Mm-hmm. So, I've been letting her practice on me. Not with... And needle. <laughs> right, right. I think you just mean letting her draw on you. Well, I got her the uh, tattoo markers. They last longer right. and um, just to, you know, let her be creative in that way and they're safe for your body. And Right. She's creative that way. I think she'll probably do something in that field right, someday. Right. You don't always have to do your ABCs and one, two, threes. <laughs> Sometimes you cut hair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, real quick. I've got something kind of out of the blue here. What? So my mom emailed me. So remember last, I guess now two weeks ago, when we were talking about the whole crabbing method 
yeah. that of walking around in the water. Oh yeah, because um, I caught two crabs. That's what we did. Yes, I, I caught I caught crabs by myself. While we were at the island, uh, you did catch another crab. This one wasn't as healthy. It was kind no, of a sad crab. He was sad, and so we didn't eat him. Um, we didn't say we ate the other one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we ate a crab. <gasps> it's Joshua, okay. You're not supposed to tell people that <laughs> it's, it's not grabbing season. Because for whatever reason, there's a moratorium on crabbing, but whatever. We ate a crab. It's fine. It it was. I mean, we I wa- didn't. <laughs> you you just incriminate yourself there, dude. I think if you catch a crab while on a paddleboard, why can't you eat it? <laughs> you should be able to eat it. I caught it. We did eat it. What are you talking about? And I put about? it on my paddleboard, and I paddleboard with him. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, and then it made our oldest a vegetarian. Yeah, she was pretty upset by it. Um, mm-hmm. Anyhow, so I asked my mom. Uh, or no, I didn't. She listened to the episode, and then she emailed me. Oh, okay. And she said, um, hi, Josh. Uh, I was enjoying the podcast and wanted to explain about the crabbing that you mentioned. I was very excited about this. The method of crabbing was completely new to me. When we moved to the meadows, and that was a neighborhood we lived in in Stillicum. In, oh, okay, in Stillicum. Um, nope, that was in Lacey. I was going to say, that's not In Stillicum. Lacey, Washington. Um, when we moved to the meadows and went out to Tolmy Park where we walked around, uh, we saw people in the water and they were catching crabs and flounders by feet. Hmm. There are uh, flounders out there. And so at that time, I learned that the Dungeness crabs in that area live in the mud, and that's how people were catching them there. Uh, so in the first year that we moved there, we caught a bucket full of crabs. So not a Korean so thing. So maybe not a Korean thing. Um, maybe a perfectly ordinary thing that a lot of people do. And uh, Well, I could have, I would have never imagined that I could catch a crab. Not in my entire life. Yeah. But I wait till the tide is super low. I take my paddleboard out. I look for them. I grab them with my paddle. <laughs> and then I put them on my board. <laughs> And then I think, I wonder if someone would see me right now paddling with this giant crab on my board, if they would think I was crazy. Absolutely. Because I didn't have a bucket this week. <laughs> I just put them on my... Like pinned him down with the, with I the just, oar. <laughs> I just would paddle a couple times and then like make sure he wouldn't get off. And then I'd paddle a couple <laughs> and then like kind of nudge him. And I think Charlie was freaking out because, you know, she's like, he could just walk towards you. Like, I, I think, don't think he's going to come towards me. I think he's just going to try to walk off. I think the fact that this one didn't walk off really fast should have been an indicator Probably. that he wasn't uh, very spry. Yeah. He was pretty easy to catch. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't dead, I promise. He was alive. <laughs> I, I I can verify that. He was. <laughs> um, other thing that we learned, not this trip, but the, the, before since now where we're going to Oh, that, about you need, eaten it. that you need a new fishing line. Oh, yeah, that's a sad story too. <laughs> Different story though. Okay, so uh, real quick, once once crabbing season officially opens up, and then we actually catch crabs officially. Yeah. Um. Apparently, a, a big red rock crab, which is pretty delicious. Um, you can't. I didn't barbecue them. I don't know if I like them. I don't know if you can taste the difference between that and the Dungeness. Oh, no, 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 not the taste, the texture. No, I didn't. I, no, I, but I think the way I I cooked it is what caused the texture to be the way it was. Hmm, maybe. So I guess the normal way you cook a crab is by steaming it, and if we uh, didn't have a pot, we we didn't have a pot for that, and so I thought, well, we've got a barbecue. Let's just throw it on the barbecue. 
And so I did. And, uh, oh gosh, we might have to end soon to retie <laughs> things down. Um, so apparently when you barbecue a red rock crab, the meat ends up sticking to the shell. And so, uh, we couldn't really eat it without just fighting it the whole time. Mm. So anyhow, about know. the fishing line though, um, so I'm the world's <laughs> worst fisherman. Uh, I don't catch anything ever. And, but you love fishing. But I, but I love it. It's the most relaxing thing. Do you know why you're thing. not very good at fishing? Because I'm not patient. There. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Um, this man puts in his line and then like pulls it right back. I'm like, no, there's nothing there. You got to wait. My grandpa used to sit for five hours and wait for a fish. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that kind of time. Um, so one day, years and years ago, um, on actually on your birthday or the birthday weekend, mm-hmm. um, I went fishing and yes for my birthday he went yeah well you were there with me um i love fishing and i had a what i thought would be a regular lure and a bunch of people were fishing so i was like yeah i'm gonna do it with them and i tossed the line out and the guy kind of next to me looked at me and he shook his head and he said here reel that back in and he handed me this lure or like a lure set there's a whole bunch of little tiny lures attached to little glowing balls but he called it a mackerel like a mackerel line or something like that yeah like it's specifically for catching mackerel right which is what they were all catching which we didn't know right right because i know nothing about fishing and so at this moment in my life i had never caught an edible fish i'd caught a bunch of like garbage fish you don't do anything with um and uh yeah so i tossed this line out and instantly had and this is the kind of fishing that you throw it in and you pull it up yes Yes. Perfect kind of fishing for me. Yes. And, yep. <laughs> and I reeled it in and had a whole bunch of mackerel. Yep. And like four uh, or five. Yeah. And so we went back and I barbecued them up and had mackerel tacos. Yep. And it was amazing. So I've had this lure set with me for years. And I'm trying to think of like since four I don't years? fish a whole lot, um, I hadn't ever rechecked the. I guess the rigging to make sure that everything was good. And <laughs> long story short, I brought the fishing line out to the island with us and uh, set it. I didn't even get a chance to toss the line. <laughs> I was like setting the reel and prink, it just popped off. And this this lure set with this giant weight just sank to the bottom of the sound. It might have caught a fish on the way down. On- <laughs> Does that make you feel better? I I literally picked up my fishing. I just picked it up, was setting it, and it broke off. And that was the only lure I brought with me. And so I just sadly put my fishing pole back and went back inside the boat. (laughs) So I'm the only one who's Uh, caught anything recently. Yes. (laughs) So for survival, I guess you'll be the one that uh, that helps feed us. But I have to wait for low tide. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I don't know. I think people catch fish with their bare hands. Can't you do that? I'll try. That makes me scared. <laughs> like those videos where people put their arm in like a mud hole and then they let the fish bite it. I wouldn't do that. Those are, I think those are catfish. And I don't know I if don't they... I don't care. I wouldn't do anything where I'm like, here, fish, eat my arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Not happening. Oh, man. All right. Well, we're back in our boathouse. We've been gone for, what, three weeks? Is that what we said? I think so. 
Um, it's, you know, between coronavirus, the the protesting, the kids home from school, you working from home. I literally don't know what day, time, year it is. I mean, I know what year it is. It's 2020. Can't forget that. But the rest of it, I don't know. Yeah. And apparently it was my birthday. <laughs> so to make up for the fact that we didn't go out to Paulsbo, um, I do have a couple of weeks coming up where I have a lighter load that I can take off. Um, and so we're thinking about a Paulsbo trip, which will uh, document well, and then a Friday Harbor trip, which will be really fun. Yeah, I think we're going to try to do that in August and um, Paulsbo in July. We do have a wedding we might be going to. Oh, yeah. Down in California. In California. Should we take the boat? We can't take the boat. That doesn't work. Wish we could take the boat. <laughs> boat doesn't go on land. No, not into central California. No, but my my baby brother's engaged mm-hmm. and getting married in June this month. Yeah. I don't know. A couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, soon. Know. Oh, man. Oh, you know what? I fr- there's one more story that I forgot. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Um, Go. One of the things that boaters do apparently on an annual basis is defrost their fridge. Oh, yeah. I did that at the island. Mm-hmm. That happened. Oh, my gosh. But do you know why I had to defrost the fridge? I didn't have to. It started. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait, wait, wait. So it's a long story, sort of. So you know how normal people uh, with normal sized fridges, every now and then um, something gets shoved to the back, and it's there for a long time, and then like you know there's some sort of funky smell, and so you've got to like pull a couple things out, like oh there it is, I found it. It's that old thing. So that happens on small fridges too. So we get to the island, <laughs> and every time someone opens the fridge, it's like the the fridge, the refrigerator. You can just kind of smell, you know, it's like, do you guys smell that? I think that's the fridge. That's how it started. Yeah, and originally the smell was kind of like maybe broccoli that was a little old. Yeah. So That was kind of the smell. Right. So my first instinct was I went to the vegetable drawer and cleared it out. I'm like, no. I went through. Then the next day, it stunk worse. So I went through every leftover. Even if I wasn't sure, I was like, it, it's got to be this. So I'll just throw it away. Because mm-hmm. what else could it be? You know, I had made spaghetti with um, zucchini noodles. So I thought, well, that's a vegetable. Yeah, they smell bad to begin with. So You know, no. <laughs> they don't stink. Just Maybe it's that. We then one day we decided to empty like the third day we decided to empty the whole refrigerator. Yeah. One item at a time. Go through every item, wipe down the walls. And, you know, I kind of smell different things and I had bought a salmon to cook that every not every night, but like different things would come up where I'm like, Oh, I lost track of time. Everybody, you know Fend for yourself, kids. Eat, eat something. A, eat a corn dog. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, and so I didn't get to the salmon, which I had bought Monday, right? Well, I bought it Monday from Fred Meyer. Right. Before you get there though, we, I was convinced that maybe the smell was trapped in the ice that was building up on the top of the, like the ceiling of the fridge area. So if you don't have a boat, but you know of campers, 
all those refrigerators do the same kind of thing and the condensation can turn to ice at the top if you don't constantly clean it or, you know, a camper, you'll turn it off and you maybe won't run the refrigerator anymore. So it might not happen. But the refrigerator, if you don't turn it off like we do because we live on the boat, that condensation turned to, I don't know, three inches. It's a big block ice, yeah. Three, four inches of ice at the top of the refrigerator and it wasn't properly draining and we'd have that as an issue too. We kept coming up with too much condensation in the refrigerator. Right. And so I thought for sure that like it had just trapped smell and that maybe we, as we kept it opening like it up. It was like death. You can't trap death. <laughs> At this point, I thought a mouse maybe crawled into the refrigerator and died somewhere I couldn't it see. It was starting to get pretty bad. It was like, I, I finally said, it's like a dead animal. That is the smell. So... Josh was busy working and he would go up to um, land to work to get good Wi-Fi and I couldn't take it anymore. So I had the girls help me clear out the refrigerator and I started working on that ice. (laughs) But I had to work quickly because I had to get the food back in the fridge so I can't wait for it to thaw (laughs) out. And it was, I didn't want to break the plastic at the top so I didn't want to hammer it so I blow dried it. And (laughs) so I would blow dry for, you know, two minutes then I would take towels and soak up all the water, wring that out, blow dry for two minutes. Went for like an hour. And the whole time, it's like, I still smell it. And I would stick my head in the refrigerator. And I'm like, it's not in here. So it's got to be something we took out. So Hayden starts going item by item until she gets to my fish. The salmon. The salmon I bought. You guys, it was so bad. So I... I had, you know, when you buy it, it's already in a thing and it was a fresh salmon. It's already in a thing. Like a, the blue plastic thing and it's wrapped in saran wrap. Okay. Well, I always stick it then in one more plastic plastic bag bag because I don't want it just in the refrigerator. So I take it out of the plastic bag and there's a rip or a tear in that, in the saran saran wrap. wrap. There's dead flies in there. It's got this like white film on it and it smelled like death. (laughs) (laughs) We're only on like day three. It shouldn't have been that bad. It was packaged the day I bought it. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess just because the saran wrap got tore, it went bad. I don't know. I don't even know if I can eat fish again for a little while because it was so bad. It was so bad. (laughs) I immediately had the girls just take it outside but then I'm like, well, I'm already this far into cleaning the refrigerator. I might as well just keep going and get rid of the frozen ice box. So it took me about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it was a lot of work. <laughs> and I'm not eating salmon anytime soon. <laughs> and oh, I like man. salmon. I had big plans for that salmon. I kind of feel like going back to Fred Meyer and be like, so what happens if... It, I mean, I don't, even, I don't even know if they did it. I did it. I don't know. I guess yeah. I don't know. It's pretty gross. It was really gross. And you missed out on all of it. I did. I was busy working. You got back when I was all done. (laughs) (laughs) The fish was gone. The smell was gone. The ice was gone. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you don't deal with that frozen ice if you live in a house, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Well. That's what I did at the island. (laughs) That's what we did at the island. That was the actual grand adventure. Over there. Good thing you make notes. Uh, So, we are home. It feels weird to be back in the boathouse. Like, it feels 
like for me, it feels a little comforting. I don't know if I, I think you had said it feels yeah. good to be home. Um, I, you know, it's funny because I fought it the first time we were going to come back, you know, and I was like, no, 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 go to the guest dock and no, 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 I can't go back. Today we came in and I sat on the back deck and looked out and I thought, well, this does feel like home though. Yeah. So after three weeks, it does feel kind of nice. Um, you kind of take a break from being on display. I think that's part of it hmm. where everybody could see us. So there's something about our oh, walls. Oh, interesting. I hadn't even thought about that. Like, I could just, you know, clean the boat and go about what I do and nobody can see me. Hmm. No, that is interesting. Is that a weird thing? No, just something I hadn't thought about. No. I mean, I we we have a public podcast, so the idea of people looking at us or paying that attention to our different. lives. That is different. I can't see who's looking at me. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. So that is interesting. I don't get dressed till like 10. I love my bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a lot of people right now. I'm sure it is. But when you can't do anything, but, you know, I'm walking on the outside um, of the boat, then, you know, there I am <laughs> in my bathrobe. Yeah. So. Well, do we have anything interesting planned for this week? I know that I've got a lot of work appointments, and now that I've got our own home Wi-Fi, that'll be easier. Right. You have work. I've got groceries. Okay. The girls will start to bring stuff back to the school. Oh, yeah, because their school year's rounding out. We'll start to, you know, finish that out. Hayden is signing up for college classes. Yeah. Right? For running start. That's a... I don't know if everyone everyone has a running start program, but basically they can take some college classes while in high school and get both college credit and high school credit at the same time. Right. And she's going to pretty much do only college, right? That's her plan. Yeah. So for her senior year. Yeah. We have a senior almost. Wow. That's crazy. So then, um, but nothing much. When did we say we're going to go to Paul's The week of the 29th, right? Right. After the wedding for, yeah. For Morgan's birthday. But yes. not for her birthday. <laughs> yes. Because she doesn't want to be. She doesn't, doesn't want to be for her birthday. But it was a really good week for you to take off work. And so. Yeah, it works out. It works out. Listen, nobody's having like the best birthday right now. <laughs> it just is what it is. Right. So. Well, back to normal then, huh? Yes. And I think it is time for us to go readjust all of our lines and uh, secure things a little bit more. The wind is. Getting a little crazy, yeah. And I think it's supposed to be really windy tonight. Yeah. So. All right. Well, in that case, uh, we should probably wrap this show up. Mm-hmm. I love you. I love you. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Uh, make sure to stop by dropanchorpodcast.com to see what we're doing, both uh, in pictures and uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. We've got all the links there. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. <laughs>